Hey guys, I'm Catherine and welcome back to Handling It, the show where I talk with amazing working professionals and some other rock stars out there living their lives and following their passions. I thought my life was all figured out and then I realized I had no idea what my next steps were. Needless to say, I'm handling it. And aren't we all? See, no one knows how to handle life's ups and downs, and if there's one thing I've learned, it's that there's no right or wrong way to go about your life. But I think we can all learn a little something from hearing how other people handle their lives. So today, I am so excited to introduce Connor Krakowski. Not only is Connor a friend of mine, but he's an incredibly hardworking businessman who's using social media in such a positive and beautiful way. Just a little backstory, in 2013, Connor created a Twitter account in dedication to the hit CW TV show, One Tree Hill. On the account, he began to post pictures, famous quotes, and clips from the show. And from then on, it has accumulated an insane amount of followers. His account, OTH Diary, since its creation, has grown over 420,000 followers on Twitter. Not only do I find this wildly impressive for such a young person to handle, but I think it shows such a positive way to use social media. Today, I just, I feel that the internet and social media in general has become such a negative space. And while many are working to put an end to online bullying and harassment, there's a long way to go. And it's why it's even more important to provide individuals with spaces where they can find joy and upbeat energy and entertainment. And I think Connor's doing just that, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear his story. So you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hey, how are you? Oh my god, I'm so good. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. I'm so excited. We're on the phone thank with Connor you. Krakowski. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I I have been looking forward to this for the longest time. Um, I just think you're amazing. I'll go into how I know you. Um, we went to high school together. Yes. <laughs> we went to Dallas High School together, and um, we were in different grades, but you were just a sweet soul. But you're also, other than that, (laughs) but other than that, you're also just this amazing businessman. Like, I don't know how you do it. You've been running the OTH diary account. You've have this, you know, fan base with One Tree Hill. OTH obviously stands for One Tree Hill for all those who don't know. Yes. Um, But yeah, One Tree Hill. So when did you, I guess we'll just get right into it. Like, when did you start watching the show? Okay, so I started watching the show in about, it was probably the beginning of 2013. It was the beginning of it. And I was with my one friend from high school and we were just sitting in a room and I had just come over and she pulled her laptop open and she had One Tree Hill on. And I've never (laughs) heard of the show since like, I've never heard of it before that or anything being 13 years old literally was like so young um she was on season two of the show so I was like "Mm, I'll give it a try I guess but I don't really know what's going on so I'll just watch it with you for a little bit Mm -hmm. well maybe four or five episodes later when I was about to go home we watched four or five episodes and I was like oh my goodness like I have to watch this show. So <laughs> I went home and actually restarted it right from season one. And I watched it right through and through. And I finished nine seasons, probably faster than someone should finish nine seasons of a TV show. Incredible. <laughs> actually, that's very much how I started it as well. Um, really? I started it later in life than most. But again, like the age difference. I right, mean, right. the show came, came out, out in 2003. Right. And so it originally came out on what, like the WB which was way before CW. So that's like how long ago it sort of all came into the TV world. So, um, but yeah, I started watching it in high school, maybe my junior year, but I will credit. It was grade maybe, or I was in maybe like maybe freshman year. I don't even know. I was, I know it was 2013. So I think I might've been going into high school. Right. That's crazy. But yeah, I will credit, it was Lauren Hudak, who we had class <laughs> together, and she was a huge, she is a huge One Tree Hill fan. Oh, I have to meet and, her. Yes. And she told me about it, and I literally, like you said, I've never binged a show faster. It was 
so great, so dramatic, so overly dramatic for high school, but Sometimes so great. dramatic for sure. I um, but I loved it. And the cast is great. And I'm a huge Sophia Bush fan. So, yeah. But <laughs> she was incredible. Oh, I must amazing. say when I met her, I met her one time in 2017 and it was actually the day after my 18th birthday, mm-hmm. which I actually skipped prom. I skipped my senior prom to go to that convention. Iconic. And it was just because she was attending. So I have never met her before, uh, before that. So I decided to just go the whole weekend to North Carolina, right in Tree Hill, where they had the conventions, and I met everyone, and Crazy. it was the most incredible experience, honestly, just because, obviously, prom is just one day, and this was, like, a whole entire life for me, so. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, and my gosh. when I met her and just told her I'm just turned 18, you know what I mean? She is just such an incredible soul. She is the best heart, seriously, of probably one of the most amazing influential activist I've ever met in my life she really is and that's I mean yeah she's a great actress but I love that she uses her platform for you know so many big issues going on in the world and using her voice I think is so important that's so important right and she has her own podcast actually which I've been meaning to start listening to there's just so much out there and of of course, sort of running my own little podcast that it's hard to, <laughs> to make the time to listen I to a lot. I have gotten the chance to listen to a lot of her podcasts, but I will say that it's probably all incredible. Oh, yeah. I've even, like, seen some of the guests, you know, she has on. Like, I, I think I follow it on Instagram, and uh, mm-hmm. she's just, she's great. Anyways, that was a sidebar. But, Sorry. Um, <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, so that was, I guess, your history with it. Um, but, yeah, the show came out. In 2003, I believe. Yes. yes. 2003. And like I said, it was on the WB, which is for anybody who watches TV way before um, what is now the CW, which right. brought us so many great shows from like Gossip Girl. Oh, my goodness. So many great shows from the CW. I mean, I guess since then, like I've just been such a fan of One Tree Hill. I've watched it a couple times since, you know, the first run through. Um, but it really is just such a great show. So then when I watched it for the first time. It was just like, I knew it was something different. I knew it was dramatic, but I knew it was something that kind of like was just like resonated different, great. you know? And well, that's the thing is there are such iconic and it also very important characters in the show, whether they're, you know, the main characters or right. secondary or just, you know, like characters that are only in a few episodes. I think of course, it's so, some of them are so important and the lines, I love that. So I guess we'll get into talking about OTH diary, but I love that through yeah. your account, you highlight such classic quotes and lines from the show, which I think are great. Again, like being a Sophia Bush fan, I love some of Brooke Davis's quotes. Oh, right. they hit it's the every soul. time I get to tweet anything that they've said in the show, it's also probably the same thing I'm thinking or need to hear at the same time. It's mm-hmm. almost like I want to like, if I have like a thought where I'm like, okay, like I can put that out there if I feel like that right now, you know what I mean? Like that could help someone else because it helped me right now, you know? Oh, definitely. And so I guess with that, like, when did you, I guess, begin launching OTH Diary? What was like, what made you do it? Um, I guess the history beginning there. So I originally launched the account in July of 2013 I created it because I had just finished the TV show and I was just in tears. <laughs> I was in complete tears. I immediately had to restart it. And right when I restarted it, I was like, I can't let this show go for some reason. Like I literally, like I was so attached to the moments and like the storylines and the quotes and everything moving about it that I had been going through at the same time, just because I was going through a lot of life struggles with my family losses, like accepting Mm -hmm. my sexuality, coping with just anxiety and depression. You know what I mean? Definitely. And this cast is just phenomenal character wise, like based on like the impact of the characters quotes and like their development. My favorite character probably was Peyton Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Just because she always uh, she always hit close to home for me, right? And I always just really resonated with her storyline, with how her family life was just not like perfect. Mm-hmm. And I know none of them had perfect lives, but it just really, just her struggles and the way she really had to 
get through them and how she got through them with the help of her family and friends and the people who were around her that still loved her. And that was just like a whole different ball game for me. So it just like really hit me. And I created the account and I was like, I'm just going to tweet on this account of anything that I see quote wise. I'm just going to start quote, start quoting the tweets of like from episode one. I'm going to just keep going through if I hear something that really hit me or something that like, I can't like, you know what I mean? It was like a Mm -hmm. diary for me. That's why I named my account OTH diary, which is like actually pretty funny now thinking about it because (laughs) there's even like accounts out there like named like the OTH diaries or something like trying to like mimic my account. And I'm like, that's fine, but I know why I started this, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's grown into such a massive thing. So you started it. What year did you say you started it? July, 2013. July, 2013. And as of right now, I'm pulling up Twitter. You have (laughs) 421,000 followers on this account. Yes. That is insane. Like actually insane. It, It still blows my mind. I never could have expected like that outcome of attention and love for the account just from like a few months it had grown like to over tens of thousands of followers and I was like almost shocked just because I've never even had to like I've never experienced anything like that even though Mm -hmm. it just wasn't me it was just like something that was important to me so it meant a lot to me that I was able to like do something and like help something help someone else out if they really like loved this show too to like you know what I mean? Hit that follow button. And then all of a sudden, like if you're on your Twitter feed, like feeling down one time and you see something that just really picks you up, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I, I totally believe in that. You know what I mean? I totally believe that like one little thing can change your whole day. just like that. And yeah, it just like was really incredible for me. Oh yeah. And I mean, and that's, I think the really powerful thing, like I'm such a fan of film and television. I minored in it in college because I'm such a fan of it because of the effect that it has on you you know I'm it's just like every tv show has a different storyline I get that and like this one just like I have favorite tv shows but I have my tv show you know what I mean like this will always be something that like is like so close to my heart for some reason and I know what that reason is but it just like it's always will be you know I mean I'm not as obsessed as Mm -hmm. like some people would, you know what I mean? Like you might think I am like super crazed when I meet them or when I'm around them, but it's almost the exact opposite. It's just, yeah, a very normal experience. Like I'm very, exactly. You like, they are human beings. So it's just very like respectable to treat them as such. Exactly. I know that's how, um, getting on a sidebar, but I literally, I'm a huge, huge fan of Tina Fey, right? Oh my gosh, she's amazing. I love Tina Fey. And I'm like such a fan of 30 Rock and then just SNL. And Uh, she lives, I don't know if she's listening to this podcast, but she lives like right around my area in New York. Yeah. And I've seen her. So I saw her once before on the street and like completely sort of freaked out. Like yeah, I didn't just like a second go- in your brain, like brain pop because it's just, like, that's a, it, that is how it still is. Oh but it's yeah. Just, like, obviously the way you go about things. You know? Right. And like, I talked to her briefly and it was very normal and fine and whatever. But then I went to the movies a few months ago and I saw her, she sat four rows in front of me in the movies and I was totally fine. Like, I was like, wow, this is Tina Fey, like one of my literal icons. And she's sitting four rows in front of me and I am a completely fine. It's whatever. She's yeah. a human. I'm a human. We're just watching a movie together. Right. And like, it's just so casual at that point. It is. It really is. So um, I totally get what you're saying there. But um, yeah, so I guess in terms of that fan base that you've helped create and, mm-hmm. you know, establish... Have you, you know, connected with fans through the account? Right. Okay. Yeah. If you want to talk about that and ways in which that's benefited you personally. So the fans, like including myself that have watched the show have Mm -hmm. felt like how incredibly in touch with the show can be due to like how encouraging and raw and real it can be. Right. Even if that may be over-exaggerated sometimes into like... (laughs) You know what I mean? When Dan's heart gets eaten by the dog, you know what I mean? Like, of course, that's exaggerated. And of course, that's probably not going to happen. But it's more of the raw moments where they even had the school shooting episode and Mm -hmm. just things like that. You know what I mean? Like how things are, like, everyone has things that they're going through and it means everything to be understanding of everyone's struggles. So 
whether it's a quote or a scene or a storyline, like talking with someone who understands how much it's like impacted them is immediately meeting someone you, who you have like a, a, a great connection with. You know what I mean? Like you meet Definitely. someone and I just immediately feel what they felt because they've watched the same thing and they are there for the same reason almost. So mm-hmm. it's just honestly incredible when I'm talking with someone who just understands how much it's like impacted them and how immediately you can just have a connection with them. Being able to like simply send a tweet and just like how that could simply just make someone's day a little bit better, make them feel understood is all I could have expected from it. And even more, I could never like, you know, like this is like blown out of proportion for me in terms of understanding or realizing what this like could have been or what it is even. So sometimes I sometimes have to like pinch myself to realize like I like I'm able to do this. Right. Well, and like I said before, I mean, film and then television especially it there's a true community there and like I know for instance you know whenever I meet someone who I love you know all kinds of tv yeah. the office parks and rec like comedies but I also love oh, dramas and when you meet someone who shares those exact same interests like it's you know it's like family like right. where have you it's been like all my really life like, like immediately a part of them you're like okay that's cool like we connect on something that's so important to both of us in a way like that we actually both like enjoyed and like connected with and resonated with mm-hmm. on a whole new level that like I just think it's weird that we like it's not weird but it's amazing that we are able to connect with music and tv and things like this you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's just so incredible that we are able to have that feeling in our body where we know it's like something important to us still or something right. important at all well because those are like moments I guess you can say of you know they provide us some amount of escapism and right. it's and I needed you know. that a lot when I was going through my childhood honestly I like loved being able to like listen to a song that helped me get through the day or listen to uh, an album that even got me through a week you know what I mean like I would repeat it repeat it and like right. this was a show that I literally watched probably now I've slowed down with it mm-hmm. in case anyone's wondering. I have slowed down. I do watch it sometimes, but I try, I do watch other TV shows. I do mm-hmm. have a palette. <laughs> so, um, but when I, I did watch this TV show probably around nine or 10 times, like incredible uh, through and through, like yeah. incredibly somehow I've done that, which has probably been a lot of days, maybe months, but <laughs> worth every second that I've ever spent because it's gotten me through the days that like I never thought I could get through oh yeah well and I guess right now in just my personal life um over the past couple of months even the show Fleabag which I think I have mentioned on this podcast before I don't know if you've seen it but I love it it's on Amazon Prime and it's literally like the shortest seasons the episodes are only like 20 minutes but it's so funny and so real and raw that, I mean, I have rewatched it several times since I started it back in like July, and I absolutely love it. And that's incredible. That's I actually just, will give that a try because even just you saying that just like makes me want to watch it, or even get, I will absolutely give it a try. Yeah. I'm just that person. But also, I'll give you a recommendation oh, on yes. Netflix. I just watched this new series that just came out. It was just one, se- one season long, and it was called Spinning Out. And it was oh. just a really incredible whole entire raw real you know what I mean it was so incredible to see you should definitely check that out it was about it's about a figure a figure skater but um she fell at the championship and I won't give the too much away but this is just like the opening you just they show that Mm -hmm. so um and she just had PTSD from it but also she wasn't just PTSD from that but it was just family included in that you know what I mean like mental health issues you know what I mean mm-hmm. mental disorders you know what I mean things that are just like I feel like not portrayed enough definitely just oh. like how when I watched Euphoria that was another great show that I, I watched. have that to watch Euphoria raw, right that's on my bucket list I'm waiting to like wait for some more HBO shows that I love to come right. out and then like regain my membership and because <laughs> it's so I hard there's just so had my free trial for a week and just watch that straight through <laughs> incredible I know I've started too many free trials I'm like running out of emails there's so many now there's Disney plus I have anxiety like I cannot I can give you my Disney plus because half of my there's about eight people on my account honey you can get on that Stop. I love it I love it yeah it's crazy though there's so much out there yes. And I'm, like, so overwhelmed. I went through, well, in high school, we just had Netflix. And I went through, like, that, 
you know, I was very cocky. I'm like, oh, I watched everything on Netflix. Like, there's nothing else for me to see. Right. And now there's way too much. And I'm so overwhelmed. I can't. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, I have to, like, really get on this. <laughs> literally, literally. But, um, yeah, I guess the good news with that is that I'm constantly entertained. And there's so much yeah. out there. But I still do, even with all that's out there, I still do find certain shows here and there. Like Fleabag, for example, that resonate with me so well and I love and they're entertaining and I could watch an episode five times and still you know the best feeling feel the same things and, right right so take um something away from that that's just like the best feeling to just be able to like feel it and then also like take something away from that to day to day you know what I mean like maybe like you heard something or saw something that you're not gonna you never really thought you would feel exactly exactly like, I didn't even know, you know, I had those emotions and it, right. like it evokes so much from you. So it is great. But um, I guess with that said, putting that all out there on social media, I think why I was so interested to do this episode with you is that not only do you have incredible stories to share from, you know, Thank doing you. this account, going to these conventions, but I think it's also so important because we live in a time where Personally, I feel that social media can be such a negative thing. Oh, like, for sure. For so sure. Terrible. The power of social media can be beautiful and ugly at the same yes. time or all sometimes at once. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. But the it's... fact that I get to put something out there that means something to me and, so, and to so many others is just a testament in itself. Right. So like you never, you just never know what someone could be going through. And if someone like, if someone else is just scrolling through my Twitter randomly and reads a quote from Marvin McFadden that says, you need to learn to let go of whatever it is that makes you think you're not good enough. That's mm-hmm. when you learn that you matter. Like if that, if that tweet, literally if someone just like, you know, like even that's just one of my favorite quotes. I have oh, right. tens of love. I have so many quotes that I just love from the show. That is one of my favorite quotes that's helped me through a lot of days. Mm-hmm. But, like, if that helps someone get through some of the worst days, then, like, I've already made the most ex- the most significant accomplishment in that, for sure. Definitely. But I guess in, in overall, I think there's such a positive thing behind what you do with this Twitter account and just you started an Instagram account as well for it. Um, but I think there's such a positive power of social media in doing this. And like you said, uniting people, giving them some sort of community, especially like the younger generation. I'm, I worry so much about them, even though I'm sort of part, we're sort of part of that generation. I I worry about like kids in high school now, like, uh, like social media has just become this really toxic thing, but it can be so good. So I applaud you for using it in such a positive way. Thank Um, you. Honestly, I just wish that I, I just I want like what I, I wish what I could do. Like I know what I do impacts others, but mm-hmm. I wish that someone else could also see what I do and know that they can do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, and right. I know people do, and there's so many people that do the same, but like, it's just like the simple little things that could just change someone's whole perspective on like their whole lives almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, you don't need to be so nasty for no reason about anything. You know what I mean? Like for most of the time, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many people out there that will just be, they are, you know what I mean? Like, I've had even haters on my account, you know what I mean? Like, believe yeah. it or not, it's a quote that they're all positive, inspirational quotes and a very, very moving things that have meant a lot to me. But I've mm-hmm. also had, like, other people that have come after me for certain things, you know what I mean? Like, jealousy mm-hmm. or even just hatred, just, you know what I mean? Just trolls that just don't have mm-hmm. anything to do other than wanting to put someone else down, even when they're trying to help someone feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really it's really crazy, but I'm happy that you know accounts like yours like provide a community for those. Especially, I think with young people, like One Tree Hill is the perfect show right. for I them. Want, I wish I tell everyone. I'm like, I'm so glad even my little sister watched the show and loved yeah. it. And I just really want. I wish everyone could just watch it. Like, if you haven't watched it right now and you're listening, just go give it a try. Give oh it a my try, gosh, yeah. and I promise there will be probably something in there that you will find that like resonates, like and just hits you in a different way. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Just like all the sort of conflicts, and then the characters in general. Like I think each character is so different in their own way, 
And, you know, I mean, you have Peyton, like, the artist, but she's also very, like, reserved yet really tough. And then, right, um, like, Brooke, you know, she starts off very girly, but then transitions into this strong and really powerful, like, woman. And then all of their transitions throughout the show have just like, it's like insane that they have able, have been able to make that impact on a TV show in general. Like Mm -hmm. I never thought a TV show could just change someone's life or even just like a few quotes from a TV show could just change someone's life, but they changed mine. So I knew that they could change someone else's in a way. And like this account has meant the world for me, to me for like years now. Mm -hmm. But when I get an impact, like when I, when I, see a tweet I'm just like thinking about it right now like I just had this other happened to me the other day mm-hmm. where um someone replied to my one tweet and was like I needed this today like thank you like that made my entire day and not only that but like these storylines and quotes are the same ones that just healed me and changed me from a person mm-hmm. who was so anxious day to day to someone who could turn like positivity and light and then also have the ability to spread that light onto someone else's life and yeah. their struggles just makes us like a big family of people who felt misunderstood or lost or looking for guidance at some point. And I feel like that's really what this show is about. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. So I guess transitioning into from, you know, the Twitter account into mm-hmm. the conventions, which is a whole yes. other layer of you that I'm excited right. to talk about. Um, I guess if you want to start off by you know, explaining how you yeah, got involved just jump in right them. In. And so I got first involved with conventions in March of 2016 when I was first invited to attend um, a convention for One Tree Hill. Gotcha. And if I just posted a few promotions for ticket sales and things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I honestly had to start from like the bottom and I worked my way up to where any, to any chance I had, I would just work my way up to the top and show them I can do this or show them a new thing that mm-hmm. I can do to promote for them or anything I could, anything. So the first convention, I actually just was gift. They gave me two uh, passes, which were platinum passes mm-hmm. and their top attendance pass, which is like the best pass that you can get was diamond at the time. So it was the one right below that, not the best, but it was fine. You know what I mean? Like I had never mm-hmm. been to a convention before. So it was just something different for me and something that I was so, so incredibly excited about. So I had one other, I had another ticket for me. So I ended up bringing my best friend, like my childhood friend, Courtney Phillips, mm-hmm. and she came with me and we drove down. Actually, we drove down. I think it took us 13 hours probably 13 to 14 hours yeah, we drove down. Drive. Um, it was probably the best thing I could have done for my convention life. If we're being honest, that was a very big step for me just because I got to dip my foot, dip my foot in the water. You know what I mean? Like get a taste of like what this world is like, you know what I mean? Like not only just that, but like I was meeting at the first, first part, I was just, I'll do anything you want just so I can meet them. You know what I mean? I just wanted to, this was the best thing I could ever hear. I never even knew that they, they did this. Right. So, I had had no idea that we were able to even meet the cast like this. So when I found out about this whole thing, I was immediately like, okay, we're going. Like, we're going to drive down. We're going to stay in a hotel. We're going to make the best out of it, even though we don't have a lot of money to do it. We already have passes ready, so let's just go and do this. You know what I mean? We had photo ops and everything, so... It was just, I had never, I didn't, I had no idea of what I was walking into. And it was just a whole, the first, the first convention I ever went to was clearly the one that obviously was like the biggest impact because I was like, wow, like this is, I just met them all for the first time. It was a whole different world. And so if you want to explain, cause I'm sure, I mean, I don't even, I've never been to a convention before mm-hmm. and I'm sure not everyone knows exactly what goes on. So if you yes. want to talk a little bit about, you know, what yeah, of course. they do so and I've been happens. to actually eight One Tree Hill conventions. Wow. <laughs> which one of them was in Paris of those eight. And then I've actually been to a Stranger Things convention that I just went to. And that was in Atlanta. Um, they're all very different, like, by, on terms of if they're by hosted by different companies. But they all have the common denominator of being with the cast of the One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. So basically when you get to a convention, everyone has to get their tickets or their passes and things like that. So I would 
have all my tickets ready, but I would just have a lanyard and I would get an all access lanyard or a press pass where mm-hmm. that would let me be able to take pictures and be able to be in the front row and to be able to be, I honestly, it included everything that, that was possible. So I was able to be in every meet and greet. It was a whole different experience after I started working my way up, but that also entitled me to, I had to go live on my Twitter for probably uh, over an hour after three different streams of two to, of different gotcha. Q and A's, which is just a question and answer on stage mm-hmm. where they get certain celebrities or the, uh, the cast on stage and they have a mic girl or a mic person in the audience who goes around to people, fans in the audience that have a question for someone on stage and okay. they make sure the question is okay. And then they, uh, they ask the question themselves right to the cast so um, it's a pretty cool experience, honestly. It's very awesome for them to just be so open on stage and just be so in touch with this cast. And they love each other so much still. It's honestly so awesome to see that in person. It was just a whole different, it was a whole different world where I was like, wow, it's just so awesome how they're still a family. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, for those who don't know, the show was, what, nine seasons long, I believe, right? Nine seasons, yes. Yeah, and I mean, 100, that's... 189 episodes. Crazy. So that's like about nine years of your life, like almost a decade of your life. Like that's obviously, you know, a connection will form. So I can imagine just like how, you know, close they all are. But um, so, yeah, you've been able to doing, you know, the conventions and, you know, networking there. You've been able to meet a lot of the cast. Yes. So how has that been? (laughs) Okay. Wow. When it comes to when it comes to the meeting them part, at first, obviously, maybe the first time I did meet them in March 2016, I guarantee I was probably said no words. Like, <laughs> like a hot mess. Up to yeah. them. I probably blacked out. Like I don't really <laughs> remember the moment that much because I was so shell shocked. You know what I mean? Like I remember being shell shocked, and that's all I remember. <laughs> so I just remember. Obviously, they were so so kind and so sincere when I first met them, and I was only. 16 years old going to this convention so it or 16 17 years old I was about to be 17 years old I believe wow. so it was just a whole different world for me I had no idea what I was getting into or what I was how I was able to do this for free in a way not for mm-hmm. free but I was able to promote for them through my account that I love so much and that I've built up and be able to help them out and then they'll help me out and I was like this is incredible I could never I never was, I never anticipated being able to like build a connection with this cast. It still feels like an alternate reality most of the time, but over the years of advertising and promoting for different companies, I've had the honor to like get really close with the actors and actresses who have literally single-handedly saved me from most like some of the hardest moments of my life. Like my dad's trial, just letting Mm -hmm. go of family who didn't accept me for me and just coping with anxiety in general. Like that really was a whole different thank you to them. You know what I mean? So for them to take a glimpse at who I am and open their hearts to me face to face and thank me for what I do when they've truly done it all is absolutely insane to this day. Mm -hmm. Like they are such a group of very, very humble, genuine down to earth human beings. I've never, I've never had anyone treat me the, the way that, you know what I mean? A celebrity just treats you as a human being right back. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it doesn't matter where they came from just because they wanted to make an impact just like everyone else is trying to do in the world. They just wanted to put their foot on the ground and just make someone else feel the way that they should be able to feel. And honestly, they've always treated me as a human being. So I've always treated them as such like human Mm -hmm. beings. They're, they're talented actors, but being able to distinguish that difference between their characters and being actors and who they are in real life has been really incredible. That's probably been the most incredible part of all of it. And that's so great to hear because I think, again, watching the show, the characters are also great and they seem so genuine and kind and amazing. But to know that in real life, you know, they reflect all those attributes is like really great. They care about their fans so much. They have such a big heart for this fandom to this day. They won't ever forget where they came from. And that's something that I will always applaud them for even I will always support them in their future endeavors no matter what it may be you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that's so great to hear 
And the other really unique thing about this show in particular is that it, while Tree Hill isn't necessarily a real place, it's filmed in Wilmington, uh, North Carolina. Right. And that is a real place. Right. And everything from the show is pretty much there in the town, which I think is very unique because most shows you can you know, film on Hollywood. a lot. Right. And everything's artificial. And right. it's, I think, really interesting that this is a real town. It is a real place. And there's so many, you know, unique settings from the show that you can go to in real life and, and see as well. And that was one of the best parts, honestly, too, being able to be able to travel there where it was filmed and mm-hmm. look at where they literally shot the show and go to different places and different scene shootings, scene locations. It was like going on the One Tree Hill Bridge and the opening credits and going to Trick mm-hmm. and going to the River Court where the River Court used to be. Just insanity. It was just like a whole <laughs> different, like you realize that this is real. It was like, yeah. this show's not real, but it was real to everyone else. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, it like made a real impact on everyone. Well, that's the thing. I wish, um, you know, with us being both from Northeastern Pennsylvania, when mm-hmm. I tell people I live near Scranton, the first thing they ask is, oh my gosh, like the office was filmed there. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. They did. Right. I will say they did their research very, very well. But it would be so much cooler if it was filmed in actual Scranton. I know, right? That's the only reference I can really even say. I'm like, do you know, like, The Office? Like, it's not filmed there, but that's, like, where it's based off of. Like, yeah. Scranton, PA. So they're like, oh, so it's just, like, set up, like, as, like, this, like, town, like, as, like, where you're from, I guess, right. around. There I'm they like, did, mm-hmm. yeah, filmed on a lot in California somewhere. But, right. and hey. The cast honestly loves coming back to this town. Seriously, I think that's one of the best things ever for mm-hmm. them, too. And they love being able to go back to the same place that they have so many years of memories. You know what I mean? Like, this is such a sentimental place to them as well. Oh, I'm so, sure it's so nostalgic. It just is awesome to see like them get so into it, just like as if they're fans of their own selves. Right. And I think that's so great that they host these conventions there. I'm yes. sure it must be, you know, for fans, it must be such an overwhelming experience. It's like a double whammy, you know what Yeah. I mean? Like to be right there <laughs> with, with both like the setting and the cast, it must right. be a whole thing. Get it all. That's crazy. But, um... And you also did, you went to Atlanta and did the Stranger Things conference as well. How was that? Because I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. So basically with the convention things, I have worked for um, about four four or five different convention companies now. And Mm -hmm. um, I've obviously had to build the connections in different ways or they reached out first and I've worked my way up to wherever I can be to help them out on the same level that they're going to help me out. You know what I mean? It's never been an uneven trade in my mind. You know what I mean? Like I've always wanted them to have people seeing what they can do or what they are capable of helping out with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I was able to go to the stranger things convention with uh, creation entertainment, that was a whole different ballgame too, because they're such a prestigious company and they've been going for since 1971, I believe. So it's like a very, very, it's like a big United States convention. So that was awesome for me to be able to attend. And also just for me to be able to attend a different show that I did like a lot. Like I loved Stranger Things. I thought that was such a cool show Mm -hmm. just for such young actors to be able to be so incredibly good at acting. Oh my gosh. Insane. I was like, this is incredible. And then to be able to meet, like I met Millie Bobby Brown. I died at that photo. (laughs) An angel. She was an angel. She was so, so sincere and she was so intelligent for her age. She's only 15 years old. She turned 16 in February of this year. And insane. She is just so incredible, and just I was able to meet her backstage. I got an autograph on the back of my phone case really quick, (laughs) and we got a picture on my camera really quick, but it was about two or three minutes that I literally just was able to talk with her and tell her how awesome she is for using her platform for such incredible things and just for guiding this generation into the direction it needs to be taken. Right, and it's such a young age. And I guess speaking of that, you know, one of the things that – is so incredible about you is that you are doing this at such a young age and I applaud you for that. But I also, I can't help but wonder, like, did, 
so you started this in 2013. So how yes. old were you, I guess? My gosh, how old would you have been? Like 15, right? Yes, I was very, very young when I started going to the conventions. I was 15, 16 years old. So yeah. I had no idea what this world was even like at all. So obviously being a little naive and dealing with real companies Mm -hmm. that saw that I had a very big platform to use um, was just kind of overwhelming a little bit. So at some points with the convention companies, I have been given an ultimatum for me to not be able to go to another convention company in the same area for the same show in general. So that was very hard for me to like accept that I was kind of being cornered in a way. So I had trouble with that for a little bit, but honestly I had to just see the right way through and I'm really excited to be going to the next One Tree Hill convention in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, which is uh, where they shoot the show. And um, it's actually going to be with Friends with Benefits charity events. And they're absolutely incredible, like head over heels. Like I have never been able, like this is a whole different ballgame for me to be able to do this for promoting for them because Mm -hmm. 80% of their chair or 80% of their profits go directly to St. Jude's. So that is just a whole other heartwarming experience that I get to, you know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. I love that. It's just incredible. Oh, that's great. So um, they are having their convention, and they actually have their conventions in the Trick building where they had Trick, the nightclub that Peyton created. So they have all of the cast coming in there, and they have photo ops and the meet and greets right where they shot the show. So it's different than being in a convention company or or in a different not a convention company it's different than being in a convention center just a random hall somewhere um, like you're actually in like a memento right. from the show you're in a piece of one tree hill and you're with the cast of one tree hill like it cannot get any better than that and then also to be able to just give back to a nonprofit that is literally doing so many good things and just is incredible like makes my heart so warm so that will be happening on february 21st to the 23rd of next month and I will finally be meeting Hillary Burton, who plays Peyton Sawyer. Yay. And that is something that I am, I am, oh. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I, as, as you can tell, she, I just don't know what I am going to say exactly. I have a, uh, I have a, I know I could say a lot. But you have a couple weeks to really say, formulate something wanna, great. Like, literally, I could quote the show right now and say, like, you either say too much or too little and then they're gone. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, God, Connor, come on, don't say too little or too much. <laughs> that's so, great. Literally, that's a quote. I'm so pathetic. <laughs> Stop. No, that's incredible. I mean, I can only imagine, like, how you feel because I think she's great, but you're is, I've heard the mega she's fan that you are. I mean, person in, in real life as well. And, um, just every one of this cast is just so incredible. Chad Michael Murray is one of has one of the biggest hearts I've ever had Aww. the experience of meeting in real life. He is just such a humble, wholehearted human being. Seriously, he is the, mm-hmm. he's the best father to his kids, and he's such a good. He's just so incredible. I'm I have nothing but amazing things to say about him and every single one of this cast. Seriously, they are just so incredible. That's so, that is so great to hear because especially, you know, for people our age growing up with this show and admiring them and, you know, really thinking the world of them and to have them resemble those qualities and be good hearted people in real life is just so great. And it, you know, makes all our admiration worth it as well. Of course, seriously, I think that's the best part of it all is just that we are able to take something away from it and just Mm -hmm. be able to better ourselves because we can only better ourselves in life. And that's just the truth. You know what I mean? Like we can always just be better. And that's, you know what I mean? Like that's just the staple of this show. You know what I mean? Like you can always just be a better person, not a staple of the show, but there's so many things that you could take away from this show. You know what I mean? Whether it be just getting through a really hard time and just seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, even just like, for example, in Nathan, when he mm-hmm. had his accident, you know what I mean? Like had no, he had no intentions on helping himself in the beginning. You know what I mean? But he had people around him that cared about him enough to make sure he wanted to care about himself 
enough. And it's just like little things like that. Just so many little things throughout the show. It just, I could cry. Literally, I probably cried every episode when I first watched it and probably continuously. Yeah, it it really does hit close to home, especially, you know, we... The school shooting episode will never have me not in tears. Oh my goodness. That was the first... See, I'm not a big crier, which is... I people have called me heartless. I just genuinely like, I feel sad when I watch things, but I physically can't produce tears. It's weird. So I did ball though during that school shooting episode because it's so, it's so sad. And it's It's so, it's so like, we need to realize that something's still hot. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was filmed in 2000 and probably 2004, 2005, I believe maybe it was season three. So season three, episode 17, I believe. And that is still relevant. Like that is something that I just, you know, it breaks my heart to think about. It really is. It's yeah. And it, it really hits close to home. And like you said, it coming out before all these, cause I think when I started, started watching the show, that's when, you know, school shootings really right. became such a prevalent part of society. Unfortunately, it's like- Almost I like hate it's to like even say that, but it's, it's just like a, a normality. normalized. And yeah. It makes me sick. And to see that though, uh, it really did just, it hit me hard. And it, it goes to show though too, like there's so many lessons within that is right. to, you know, be mindful of how you treat others, be aware Always. of how others are sort of feeling. And yeah, it, there yeah, are some really, honestly, that you hit the nail on the head with that. Seriously. Yeah. There's some really great episodes, unfortunate and sad, but also really great episodes within that show that I think are so important to society. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think, you know, like we were talking about each character, you definitely like their evolutions and the ways in which they transform. I think you can really just find one, if not many and click with them and your story relates and, uh, yeah, I felt a lot of that way with, I think both Peyton and Brooke, um, either, even though they're very right. different Brooke, and Brooke, oh, was, she really had a rough go at it too. you know what I mean? Like she had so many things that she never thought she would be able to overcome. And she yeah. probably turned out to be one of the most powerful independent women I've ever, you know what I mean? Like oh that was gosh, an yeah. incredible thing for them to show, especially when, the first episode of season five is when she runs her own company now. And yeah. she is, there's a magazine, just for example, I just, this popped into my head. Um, there's a magazine on the screen that her publicist or someone else was editing. And she said, that model does not look healthy. Like I will not have that mm-hmm. model on my, um, my magazine. Like that is not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anorexia is a disease, not a fashion statement. So mm-hmm. When she said that, that was a huge pinpoint in that, I believe, too, just because I think that's, like, very, like, fantasized about almost, like, anorexia. And I feel like that is not the way it should be at all. It's a very serious thing, you know? And I feel like there are so many little subjects that were touched on throughout the show that, like, really, Yeah, even, like, now that you're mentioning that. It meant a lot to me. Oh, definitely. Even as you're mentioning that, I was thinking of another, I don't remember what episode, but I remember the scene so vividly. It's maybe it's the time. I don't know something time capsule. I don't know, but it's when she it's Brooke. She uh, has all the words written all over her and like just really negative words and shameful words. And it was so powerful. And one of the reasons why I loved her character, Uh, because she used to be really, I think, vulnerable in that respect and let labels like that define her. But again, through her evolution as a character, she turned into this like boss bitch. Like, right. She blossomed into a butterfly. And now that you say that, I also was thinking about another scene with um, when Peyton, when she had Dyke written on her shirt in the red. And she decided to take out, she was, you know what I mean? She was confident in it. And she was like, I will not let this define me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, this is like, she wasn't, you know what I mean? She wasn't even gay. But the fact that, she just stood up for that. You know what I mean? Like really made that hit me hard too. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I was like, I'm gay. So that really was like incredible to be able to see that portrayed on a TV show in some type of way. Right. 
No, it really is just such a great show. And I hope that, you know, people who are listening to this who don't watch the show or haven't watched it, I really hope they give it a chance. And yeah, (laughs) give it a chance, watch it, follow OTH Diary because it really is such a relevant show. And yeah, seriously, OTH Diary, I, I just... I never thought it would get to this. Like it's at over 420,000 followers and that's like people just keeping an eye out for my tweets or just whatever they want to see, which is fine. Whatever they want is I'm completely humble and I'm so appreciative of every single person I see even like wanted to see my tweets you know what I mean like yeah. that you know what I mean even if they're not from me or if they're from the show you know what I mean I'm I so glad that I was able to make someone else's day a little bit better here and there here and right. there and I never thought I would have nearly half a billion or half a million real human beings mm-hmm. but um like following my account it's just absolutely mind I'm like mind blown even just thinking about that still it's it so is great like that's a lot of people like a lot of people right and that's so great that they all you know, find a reason to come together, like, because of this show and... Right, I just think this fandom and this fan base is just so strong, and so mm-hmm. we all have we all have the same love for this show in some type of way, and I just think that's, like, why it's still alive so many years after the show is right, filmed. Almost or like... been off the air, even, you know what I mean? It's been over five or five, six years since it's been off the air, so... Yeah, and I, I think that goes to show, you know with such a strong fan base, like you really do have a great show. And, um, I'm, yeah, I hope I'll make it to a convention one day. I have been dying to go to Will. Not only like, yeah, not only is Wilmington like a great, like tourist attraction for the show, but it's also a really fun area, like right by the water. Incredible. Beautiful. It is so beautiful. And I love that it's also such a great thing for local businesses down there that attracts people down there and it Mm -hmm. just gives local businesses a really good, you know what I mean? Like it's awesome. Such an awesome thing for everyone around. You know what I mean? It's just like such a it's so many thumbs ups. (laughs) Right, right. But I'm sure that um this cast is like they're so in touch with each other and they all talk about how they still a lot of them text probably every day. I mean, Stephen mm-hmm. and James or Stephen La- or Stephen Lafferty. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Stephen Coletti <laughs> and James Lafferty um, are actually doing um, a new TV show called no "Everyone way. Is Doing Great." Oh so wow! It's a great. I haven't actually seen anything of it yet, but I know that that will be in the works this year for sure. So oh, I know so that fun. they are doing their own little thing, but they're all doing great endeavors in their future honestly and I know that they would probably be even open to a revival movie or series or something in the upcoming years I'm sure that they oh that'd be great would love to even just take a little step a little trip back into time and just do it for just you know what I mean for I mean obviously only if they wanted to obviously Mm -hmm. if they wanted to do it for the fans too then great because we would obviously love it (laughs) but Obviously, they ended it at such a great note, and it just really resonates with people still how many years after it's been off the air. So I just feel like I will always support every single one of the actresses and actors that were on this show, just from how incredibly amazing they were to every one of the conventions. They are just so awesome. Most definitely. Well, I am truly just so proud of you and I loved that we all got to hear about this I think you're incredible and I can't wait to see the future of you know what your account holds and then also what your career holds I'm so excited to see you know all the opportunities that are going to be coming your way because it's only I'm excited and nervous all at the same time but I feel like that's how we should all be going about it we should just keep one step going forward you know let's just keep going and I just really I'm so thankful and blessed for just this tv show in general for saving my life Mm -hmm. but not only that but like what I've been able to do from that is just and be able to meet them and tell them that has just really been a whole different life that I never thought could happen when I was 14 years old and going through it all you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. if I could just say one thing I'll end it with a Keith Scott quote that just says it gets better it it gets better things get better and that pain in your heart will go away like it will get Mm -hmm. better 
So oh, I, I truly am just so thankful that you even asked me to do this because of it's course. been a very, very incredible time talking to you. Seriously, you are so incredible. And this oh. podcast is incredible that you are doing this with so many people that have so much to say and just so Thank many so, posi- so many positive messages and stories to spread yeah. around because I feel like that's really what gets us all through the days. Oh, 100%. And I think, you know, just to conclude in what you do, I, I hope that people take your story and, and sort of learn the ways in which they could create positive spaces for others online. Yeah, of course. And, um, and also we, you know, we talked about age. Like, I think it's so incredible that you've done so much in such a short period of time of your life. And I it hope that that encourages blows others. my mind that yeah. I was able to even start this at such a young age and then do this, all of the meeting and going to the conventions and, doing social media promotion at age 16, I had no idea what I was really doing, but I knew how I could get someone else interested in loving the same thing that I love, you know what I mean? Or not even just loving the same show, but if they already loved it, then they can come and meet them if they wanted to and just tell them that themselves, just like I did, you know what I mean? Because it just made all... It just obviously was amazing. I still would have loved it if I never met them, Mm -hmm. but it just meant the whole world to me. It changed my life for sure. Yeah. And, like, and I feel like that's just was... such an incredible thing. And I just, I know I had to grow up a little bit fast when I was younger, but I'm glad that I just kept going. You know what I mean? Like, it just meant a lot that I had all of the support and love around me from all my friends. And mm-hmm. even to this day, the friends, I just have so much support and love, and it's just overpowering anything else that's negative that I can't. I'm just thankful. I'm so thankful. Of course. And all this started again with just like the simplest thing, signing up for a Twitter account. And <laughs> right. Like it. That still blows my mind. I literally remember I was at my grandma's <laughs> kitchen table and I just pulled out my laptop and I was like, I'm going to name it OTH Diary. Like I literally, I don't, I, it was just so weird. I don't. It's crazy. I just, it, it's incredible how it's this time just changes and just takes us places that we never thought we could go, you oh, know? Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that people learn that, like, the world is literally your oyster. Don't think, like, anything stupid. Like, do it, and it could turn into something absolutely incredible. And I think that's exactly what happened with you and your experience. Like, it started from this little idea and blossomed into an actual, like, community of love and positivity for, like, 400,000 people. Insane. I'm about to cry. I feel like... (laughs) So it is it is every crazy it's a it, lot i can't think about it too much honestly every time i go on there i'm like all right let's just go back to the time when i had like uh three thousand followers like that will be easier <laughs> <laughs> but honestly it's just it's, it's it's so awesome that i'm able to like i just don't want anyone to take me don't take me too seriously you know what i mean like i'm so glad that i have right. this but i am not trying to be someone who I'm not trying, who I'm not, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I am who I am. And this show has changed me because of all of the things I've gone through and it's helped me through just so many things just resonated with me. Even just Mm -hmm. like with Keith Scott getting shot by his brother. It was just so crazy for me dealing with my dad's murder and Mm -hmm. just so many different things that just really, really just like were a whole different. It was, it was like literally, it was like watching a part of like, how I felt and mm-hmm. it just like brought that part out of me that I felt was like okay I'm not alone clearly there's a show about this like not even just a show about just that but it was just a show about like growing into things that you didn't think you could get over and didn't think you could be more from right and I think that's such a powerful thing to be able to do is just be able to put yourself out there and just try and make a difference. And even if it's one person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that means the word, just like I said, like I had one tweet the other day that just was a reply on one of my tweets and it was, um, I needed this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I literally tweeted that because I felt that too. In that moment I was like, wow, like I'm so happy just that even one person, obviously there's a lot of retweets and likes, but even just one person reaching out and saying those words to me, even if I didn't see it, it just meant the world to me that I was able to just do that. You know what I mean? In just right. any sense, any aspect that I can, it just, this show is 100% in my heart forever. I will love it forever. Oh, that makes me so happy. 
Well, thank you so much, Connor, for coming on. I really Seriously, appreciate it. Seriously, thank you so much for even asking me to do this. I know you have had some incredible people on your podcast already. This is like, seriously, you have such a way with people. And I'm so glad that you are taking this journey into the new year because you deserve this more than anyone else I can think of. Seriously. Thank you so much. Alrighty. I hope you guys loved hearing about Connor's journey. I think he's doing such an incredible job at handling his ups and downs. And the fact that he runs this massive account and is able to travel and interact with both the stars and the fans of One Tree Hill is absolutely fantastic. After hearing about his story, I think the best piece of advice I can give you all is to find something, whether it be a creative project, a sport, a hobby, what have you, Find something that just makes you genuinely happy and surround yourself in that. And then try and and spread that happiness with others. So if you want to find out more about Connor's journey, and I hope you do, you can check him out on his social media. You can find that in the description below, along with the Twitter and Instagram handle for the OTH Diary account. As always, I appreciate your feedback. So find us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and send us a message or an email. I love to hear what you have to say. I hope you all have an incredible rest of your days and we'll see you next week. That's right. Not two weeks from now. Next Wednesday, we will be doing a very exciting Oscar Films weigh-in. I cannot wait for you guys to check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Alrighty, but have a great rest of your day and I'll talk soon.